two things, two great ways to support the network. Here we go. If you're going to be buying anything online, go to duckfeed.tv slash tip jar and use our Amazon links there. It's an affiliate kind of thing. Uh, buying it through that gets us a kickback and doesn't cost you anything extra. But here's the other thing. Go to duckfeed.tv slash store for premium content for physical goods. That's right. You can get uh, postcards and things like that. Premium episodes of Abject Suffering. It's all there. Duckfeed.tv slash store. Wanted to remind you that that exists. Here we go. Silent Hill 3X or so. We're doing it. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming podcast extra sued. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to Silent Hill 3. Please forgive us if we go through these a little bit quickly. We have been recording for several hours at this point. Yeah, this is still part of the same recording session. And presumably you've listened to the last episode and you know mm-hmm. how, uh, yeah. uh, you know, patience testingly long that is. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and get us started here with Ethan. Uh, Ethan says, this is one of my top five games of all time. Everything everything about it just fits the genre perfectly. I still listen to the soundtrack on rainy days and have fond memories of playing it with my roommate at the time. The rules were uh, we only played together and then it was only after dark with the lights out and the sound way up. This series uh, haunts well after it's done and that's the best thing that this genre can do. If you still think about it six months down the road, it has done its job. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good, good points all. A good horror game will make it smirk on you. Mm-hmm. A good any game will make its mark on you in yes. some kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a big thing. And that's one of the things that doing the show has like, uh, I experienced it with this show, but I experienced a lot with Check It Out Comrade where like, mm-hmm. if I, how games age. Yep. You know, and that that's happened, uh, you know, that's been a big thing. When you, when you get your thought down uh, on record, mm-hmm. you have something to compare it to. So you can think like, oh, you know, this, uh, this, uh, this aged weirdly for me or this age poorly <laughs> or this age really well. You yeah. know, there are things that I, I look back on fonder than I even thought at the time I played them. Yeah. So Alex writes in via contact saying, while I still think it's a great game, I always found Silent Hill 3 a little disappointing. It was not as terrifying as the first game, and it didn't have as engaging of a story as the second. On the other hand, I found the characters fairly likable and interesting, even if the events around them were not as fascinating to me as the previous games. Saying that, Heather's character model is like two console generations ahead of its time. How they put so much detail into her face back then, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I also, you know, mildly disappointed, but for the opposite reasons. <laughs> like, I, th- I think it's more scary than the first one. Um, I mean, other than I think the second one had a more engaging story, but I found the characters like kind of the weak point. Yeah. And the stuff that they were doing good in concept, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, but kind of similar in that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And we talked a lot of sugar about the way it looks like it. And it's it's one of those things where like in in still it's hard to appreciate it. But like when you go mm-hmm. when you look at it in motion with like the 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 grain filter over it, like it really does sell it. Yeah. The, the wiki is amazing because on every page they have a lot of gifts mm-hmm. that move through. I wish all wikis did this. Yeah. So you can see everything in motion and it uh, it really works. Yeah. The Silent Hill community for all of its problems is great at documenting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ryan says via contact. Silent Hill 3 is a game I stopped playing halfway through the first time I played it, and I'm not sure why, although it was probably because I got lost in the sewer level. 
so I was glad that I played through the game last October. While like many people, I didn't like it quite as much as Silent Hill 2, I still love the game. There are a few things I noticed uh, playing it right after I finished replaying Silent Hill 2. For some reason, they inverted uh, what the start and select buttons did meaning that at first I kept accidentally pausing the game when I wanted to open my inventory. And unlike Silent Hill 2, I had far less ammo and had to flee a lot or place beef jerky, uh, whereas I could uh, just blast through enemies with ease in the second game. And while I thought this was a good thing, the lack of ammo did cause me some trouble on the last boss where I had to restart about a half dozen times. Thankfully, I figured out the strategy to shoot them with a pistol until they fall down, hit them with your katana a couple times, run away and repeat. But it was strange, the whole game I thought I'd need a ton of the shotgun ammo for the last boss, when what I really needed was my pistol and a good melee weapon. Finally, I want to mention that I love Heather's tendency to point out the obvious when you examine an item. It's bread. <laughs> so, It's funny because that's almost worth wall breaking, like, you dummy, it's just bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be a key inside yeah. the bread. <laughs> well, I need to make myself a key sandwich. Yeah, it's it's a game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, that, that that's a thing. In this game, in most games, I pretty much always uh, open the wrong menu if there is a uh, if there is an option between the two. Man, I can't wait to talk about the menus and uh, Shadow Tower Abyss. <laughs> Where the same button to open is the same button to close it. Yep. What a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Ian writes in via contact to say, first of all, thanks for continuing your coverage of Silent Hill of the Silent Hill series on WAF. I can only speak for myself, but I really enjoyed your coverage of SH2 due to Cole's pre-existing knowledge of the series and Gary's fresh perspective on the silent uh, on the survival horror classic. Uh, while I'm excited to discover whether or not Gary decides to divulge in the backstory of Silent Hill 3 and play Silent Hill first, I have to admit that I came to it fresh myself and was more than a little befuddled uh, by the plot my first time through. Nevertheless, um, I thought the presentation was fantastic, and after exploring the rest of the series after completing the game, I grew to understand the narrative uh, a bit more and was genuinely impressed by the way 3 wraps up the plot of 1. The game still holds up uh, extremely well aesthetically and sonically, and nails the tone of the series very well. The only complaints I can level against it are the few instances of near-instant death and maybe, maybe, the sound design on those pinwheel enemies, referring to the pendulums. Um, overall, however, it's an excellent example of the survival horror genre and definitely worth your time. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, this might be the last, like, survival horror game of this ethic. Not really, like, the last, but, like, the last great one. Because like this kind of this kind of like third person exploration based because like this would come out in uh, in in 2003 Silent Hill 4 would be one year later. Um, mm -hmm. But that is not anybody's favorite in the series, I don't think. And then like Resident Evil 5 or Resident Evil 4 was like right around the corner and would just destroy this genre as we know it. Not destroy, it, but make it into something really different. Well, yeah, it would be because that, that's that it is a Gears of War game yeah. with with horror elements and then amnesia you know the the penumbra people would take up the yeah the leash and kind of it it's interesting that's had a sea change it reminds me of the the sea change that happened with adventure games mm -hmm. where like adventure games were third person things about combining inventory things and now they're you know narrative explorations about dialogue puzzles mm -hmm. and stuff like but they're still adventure games it's just kind of a, an interesting left turn yeah and that um there's probably there'll be a resurgence there'll be a kickstarter or something like that i bet yeah well i mean or, there there is that uh clock tower um Oh yeah. 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 Such a thing, such a thing already exists. So like that will be a, continue to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, somebody will pick this up because it is a really cool, you know, at the very least the same way there, you know, there was a text Murphy game that came out two years ago, like yeah. <laughs> or a year ago, like th this, this will happen, but yeah. if this is one of the last games before it kind of switched yeah. modes. Um, and I get it. Like I get missing them, you mm -hmm. know, 
It's the same way like I get sad when I, I think back to old Bioware and new Bioware. Mm-hmm. Like I, I miss old Bioware and yeah. now new Bioware. And then, but then old Bioware came back. Yeah. Like Kickstarter has been such a force <laughs> for good in my life. It's like it's, you can't even really, uh, can really articulate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this is kind of the, you know, this and two are like the peak. It reminds me the way that these are kind of, it's like Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3. Yeah. Where like one of them is mechanically a little bit more sound, but not quite as fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of the the peak. And then they they did a couple more that are not as well loved, mm-hmm. and then switched gears. That is a very apt comparison. Yeah. yeah. Um, finally, Tim says via contact, uh, I have a lot of memories tied to the first four Silent Hill games. Being scared out of my mind playing the first game with friends at night while a thunderstorm was going on outside. Being shocked and saddened by the events of the second game. Being utterly terrified by what happened by what happened due to playing Silent Three, and basically just not playing Silent Four until years after I bought it because the first ten minutes were just too damn spooky. Becoming more of an adult has tempered much of the series' frightful effectiveness on me, but I still have memories, especially of Silent Hill Three, where visions of dark, rusty, blood-drenched hallways kept me awake for many a night. One of the reasons Silent Hill Three is so memorable to me has to do with less with the actual game and more to do with real life horror that occurred while playing it one day, Home Alone, back in 2003. <laughs> I was sitting on my couch with all the lights off, making my way slowly, slowly through the hilltop center. The restlessness of the darkness and terror in the game had taken their toll on me, and I was trying to make it through this area in the small hope of a respite. Focusing so hard on the game, all of my senses drawn into this dread-filled virtual world, I was suddenly jolted out of my trance by the sound of a loud, wet plop that sounded like it came from right behind me. The living room was uh, living room was set up so that there was a bar area that cut into the wall behind the couch that looked onto the kitchen. I was frozen with fear, unable to move, waiting to hear something else happen. I eventually stood up and looked around the house, but couldn't locate the source of the noise. <laughs> um, after uh, settling down and writing it off as a delusion of my adult brain, uh, I went back to the game. I finally finished up that session of playing and started to bring myself back to reality. Turning the lights on in the room, I glanced up and noticed that the fishbowl that rested on the bar behind the couch was empty. My family traditionally always had a goldfish whose name was always Goldie, but Goldie 26 was nowhere to be seen. Mm. Sadly, I did eventually find the poor fish lying on the floor beside the couch, much too late to have been any help. Uh, TLDR, my goldfish committed suicide by jumping out of its fishbowl while I played Silent Hill. <laughs> That's so good. I'm uh, sorry for your goldfish. That sucks. But like, <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is exactly that noise. <laughs> That's exactly the noise yep. you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. The wet plop. It's kind of like uh, that in the Silent Hill 2 episode, did I tell my story about uh, playing the game shortly after I got my first cell phone and having it on vibrate on a table across the room? And so I'm, I think so. I'm running through the forest or that, uh, that, 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 that intro where nothing happens. And I hear rrr, 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 before I know mm-hmm. what that sound is yeah. in the room, not coming from the TV and being too pooped to continue. I like left the room and waited for the noise to stop before I went back in. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that is uh yeah. Thanks everybody. Yeah. Thank you everybody. Um, we really appreciate you writing in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you have anything to say about, uh, portal one, portal two, Warcraft three, uh, hit us up at duckfeed TV forward slash contact. Mm-hmm. If you want to vote on the game that comes after that, the two brawlers that we're doing in a split episode, um, you can become one of our patrons at patreon.com forward slash duckfeed TV mm-hmm. and get a chance to vote. Have your voice heard. Yeah. You know how to vote. Yeah. Just do it. Pick yeah. one. Pick one. They're all yeah. good. They're all good, <laughs> but pick two and pick the two I want. <laughs> Those are the two are the best. They're all good. But some animals are more equal than others. Like, yeah. <laughs> there, there are no wrong answers except the two. Yes, um, there, there are no wrong answers, but there are answers that are neutral. Like <laughs> that you just turn in the test and it's like you hadn't written anything down. <laughs> so. 
All right. So uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, you know all the uh, usual admin stuff. Uh, if you tuned in for Duck Spring, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, and uh, I don't think we really have deleted scenes. I think we kind of got to business because yeah, we were so. recording for like 17 hours. So yeah. um, we, thank we, you very we, much we for have, your support. <laughs> we have put in a half day work in front of these microphones. Yes, my throat hurts. Yep. Um, yeah. So thanks, everybody. And yep. uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Mombasa. Right, man cool. i did i right. will uh i will talk to you later later dude right, bye bye